From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, October 12th. I'm Aaron Schachter. The European Union basks in the glow of the Nobel Peace Prize, but given the financial meltdown in Europe, reaction is definitely mixed. Frankly, to have been given this award at this moment in time will be greeted with derision. And later, remembering the Cuban Missile Crisis from the Soviet point of view. The Soviets were in love with the Cuban Revolution. It was really a love affair. Plus, why it's hard to cook like a celebrity Swedish chef and pass the popcorn, a rom-com from North Korea. PRI's The World is supported by the Medtronic Foundation, presenting the Save-A-Life Simulator, an interactive online experience designed to teach the public life-saving responses to sudden cardiac arrest. Each day, thousands die from cardiac arrest. Learn how to respond at heartrescuenow.com. And by WGBH, producer of Nova. Explore the gap between the glamorous television world of CSI and the reality of the forensic crime lab. With few established scientific standards, no central oversight, and poor regulation. Nova's Forensics on Trial, Wednesday night at 9, 8 central on PBS. I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. Europeans reacted with a mixture of pride and disbelief today at the news that the European Union, the whole thing, is the latest Nobel Peace Prize winner. The prize was awarded to the EU for its role in ensuring six decades of peace among its members. The world's Clark Boyd, who recently returned from a reporting stint in Brussels, has our story. Okay, forgive me. After two years of covering Europe's financial meltdown, I immediately went for the easy joke when I heard the Nobel announcement this morning. Well, I thought, the EU certainly wasn't in the running for the economics prize. Luckily, a highly regarded European statesman was on hand to wipe that smirk off my face. It's not the price in economics, it's the price of peace. Carl Bildt is Sweden's foreign minister. The European Union is the strongest the most significant instrument for peace and prosperity in our part of the world in our time. And uh, it is highly, highly uh, relevant to give it the price. That sentiment wasn't just echoed, but amplified by many of the EU's leading politicians today. Portugal's José Manuel Barroso, for example. Barroso's the president of the European Commission. It is justified recognition for a unique project that works for the benefit of its citizens and also for the benefit of the world. Typical high-minded stuff from Brussels. U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton sent her congratulations, praising the work of Europe's leaders. And those European heads of state also weighed in themselves. Here's German Chancellor Angela Merkel's reaction. Six decades of peace in Europe is a long time for those of us who live in the EU, Merkel said. Yet in history... It's the blink of an eye. And that, she said, is why we must never forget that in order to keep this peace, we have to work hard over and over. Of course, Merkel's having to work pretty hard these days to convince her own people that the EU is worth the financial pain. And last week, on a visit to troubled Greece, what she heard was anything but peaceful. 
Well, you only have to look at what happened last week in Athens when Angela Merkel turned up to be greeted by Molotov cocktails, violence and people dressed up in Nazi uniforms. Eurosceptics like Nigel Farage of the UK Independence Party pounced on today's Peace Prize announcement. This attempt to merge all these different countries in Europe, far from giving us peace and harmony, is beginning to divide Europe north to south and to make people strongly dislike each other. So I think, frankly, to have been given this award at this moment in time will be greeted with derision. And it wasn't just small parties in Euro-ambivalent Britain that seemed puzzled by today's announcement. Prime Minister David Cameron sidestepped all talk of the prize and kept silent. Others in Europe wondered, why not give the prize to someone fighting for human rights in Russia? Or how about a figure from the Arab Spring? Christian Harpkoven directs the Peace Research Institute in Oslo, which has nothing to do with the Nobel organization. Harpkoven says this year's award is different. Recently, the prize committee has made a point of saying it wants to look to the future. Whereas here, it actually reverts to a fundamentally uh, historical justification for awarding the prize. Meaning the award-